0: UTF, welcome to Funkatopia. Yeah, Mark, I, I got to get you one of these coffee mugs too, man. <laughs> uh, tonight we have very, very special guest with us, Mr. Mark Webster, who many of you know, you've probably seen him in and around Paisley Park. You've probably seen him, just everything that he's been doing all around uh, Minneapolis and some of the things that he has been instrumental in making happen to continue to honor and bring forward the Prince legacy in the way that it should be, the way that it should be honored. And uh, it was, uh, again, a, a big shout out. This is actually the actual show. We did the pre-show a little bit, but I'll do a second shout out for uh, Audrey and the team uh, at Purple Genealogy for kind of making this connect and kind of getting getting Mark uh, connected and getting us getting him on the show so we could kind of chat this through. But tonight I will have a special co-host that will be joining me because Jeff Page is not on board tonight, but we've got a special co-host that will be joining in his place right after the Mark Webster interview. And I wanted to uh, go ahead and I'm not going to introduce him just yet, but I'm I'm going to go ahead and go into the interview with uh, a gentleman that again You know, probably from Minneapolis, you've probably seen him because it just seems like most of the events, especially when they're Prince-themed events, he is always there. So I want to go ahead and open up the floor and welcome the one and only. Oh, wait a minute. I actually have to start this whole broadcast. I didn't start the broadcast. I want to make sure that I welcome the one and only and uh, illustrious guest, Mr. Mark Webster. What's up, man?
1: How you doing, man? You doing? <laughs> that was a big one there. I've never had been introduced like that before. appreciate well,
0: it. Man, of course, man. I got your back. And I do have to get you one of these coffee mugs, man. I just got to yeah, get the I would, some love, I would love to have one of those. And let me tell you, I I'm I'm seeing the 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 little glimpses of a shirt. What oh, this is, is
1: the print shirt. This is the this is the sign of the shirt.
0: Oh man, look oh. at that, man. It's yeah, so we
1: uh we're printing some up so everybody can have a shirt, and uh, I think it's a good idea. You know, a lot of people have been requesting them, so we're gonna make sure people have those. So,
0: man, so are, are these gonna be? We're gonna talk about the highway scenario for sure, but are those gonna be available for sale somewhere, anywhere? Um, right now, you know,
1: we're we're gonna order them, and we're gonna have a after the um, unbilling of a symbol. We're going to have like a station somewhere, probably where we can sell them. And we're going to have some online too where people can probably uh, buy them. So we're setting that all up.
0: Well, I will tell you that obviously Funkatopia has a store online funkatopia.com slash shop. So if you wanted to sell some of the inventory through Funkatopia, we won't charge you anything. We'll just, when the orders come in, we'll just send them right to you. Uh, If you want to send some of those shirts out via that way you can definitely use our storefront for oh, sure i
1: love that i appreciate that i appreciate that so much
0: and i know that some of that setup is is crazy well let me just say it's an honor to have you on you and i have shaken hands a couple of times because it seemed like every time i go into paisley park or for an event or something i see you there and shake your hand it just just it's it's just always good to see you out and about and representing Prince and. Uh, representing his legacy, and it's just, I mean, again, it, it is truly is an honor to have you on. I mean, you've been doing, um, most people see you in a role of security in some form or fashion. You've been a security professional for, like, uh, we're going to talk about this Memorial Highway. Don't don't get it twisted. I, I do want to talk about that. But I want to learn a little bit about you first because it, I think it's important to understand just you know, everything that you've been through and some of your history so that we can kind of see this road to right. what you're doing now. Right. But you've been a security professional for a really long time. How did you get into working security?
1: Well, first of all, you know, um, I got into security because, you know, uh, I knew Dwayne Nelson. Dwayne was a great friend of mine, been knowing him for many, 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 many years. And I know Joy Guzman, who also worked with Prince and when they closed uh, Glam Slam, they opened up the Quest nightclub, which Gilbert Davidson was the uh, owner of the Quest nightclub. And love Gilbert. said, Mark, why not you come and work? Why not you come and work? And I was saying, I don't know if I want to get in. I like partying and stuff. So they hired me uh, at uh, the Quest club. I worked there for about a year, six months. Gilbert gave me um, uh, the title as the director of security. And I've worked there for like six years. So that's mm. how I started my security.
0: So, I, so now I understand from, I guess, you know, just trying to do as much research as I possibly can beforehand. And, you know, you find you on LinkedIn and, and a variety of different places that you even started your own security company.
1: Yes, I do have it. extreme security. We've been around, you know, since the time I've been working at the quest club. I, I do do, uh, I've work for crave. i worked for Solera varsity theater with live nation. Um, and uh, Smack Shack and I do a lot of private stuff. I used to be in the club uh, business, but I had to get out of it, it was just getting too wild. So mainly what I do now is a lot of weddings and corporate parties and stuff like that. So that's basically where I'm at with my security company.
0: So like would Prince frequent these clubs when you used to when you used to do any security for him? Like did he ever you ever have to, did he ever come to any one of the clubs that you had to make specific arrangements for security to get him mm-hmm. in and out or whatever?
1: No, I, me personally, I've never did work with Prince. I never worked with him. I mean, as security, but uh, there were places like the lounge that he would come in, uh, in places like Jasmine and stuff like that. But I've never, when I worked at, when I worked at the Quest Club, he never came in the Quest Club. After he closed uh, uh, Glam Slam, he never came back to that establishment, which was ran by Gilbert Davidson. He just never came back in there. So mm-hmm. me with the Prince thing and the party thing, I would just see him in different places. Used to go to Williams pub. Used to play him at Jazmines and in the, uh, the lounge and stuff like that. But I was never on a detail when Prince came in or I was never detailing, you know, with him when he had to go in a club.
0: So, you know, from you and I previously talking, you know, you had mentioned the fact that you've, pretty much known prince and his family since 1978. i mean i'm sure you, you've crossed past you know many times tell me a story about how you i guess you know we'll talk about the couple after party okay. stories in a few yeah. in a few minutes but after we talk about after we talk about the highway but just for some levity where did you first see first meet prince or just okay. so what it was
1: 1978 um i graduated from high school um i I came, my family lived in Minnesota. My mom's parents lived in Minnesota. My dad's parents lived in Minnesota. But my dad lived in Missouri, so uh, I was in Missouri. I graduated, came to Minnesota. And my brother, Brian, and my, uh, he's actually my uncle, but we're kind of the same age, Paul Mitchell. Paul Mitchell was going to school with Prince. They played on the same basketball team. Hmm. So Paul Mitchell and Dwayne was really close with Prince. So, they would always saying, hey, you need to go see this dude play, man. He's really, you know, good. He's really good. So I said, OK. So me and Dwayne one time went down to the Foxtrap and we listened to his brother. Now, in be in mind, back then, we're listening to the Commodores, Rick James, Earth, Wind and Fire. We're listening to all these R&B acts. And we go in there. I just see this dude really wilding out on a guitar. I mean, he had a raincoat type on. I mean, it was just like different. And I said, wow, Dwayne, this your brother? He says, yeah, it's my brother. So, you know, I wasn't really a big fan of his music, but I was admired by how he was playing the music. I mean, he was playing that guitar. Like, I got a brother who played with Alexander O'Neill. matter of fact, and he played the bass. And he's been on that bass since he was 16. And he's 70. And I admire my brothers playing the bass, but when I seen Prince playing that guitar, it was just phenomenal. So that's what kind of attracted me to Prince, how he played. So, you know, after a while, you know, I just kept going uh, to places where he played and, you know, he started playing at First Avenue and stuff. I used to go in there and watch him and watch him. And I was just admired, uh, amazed by his, his ability to play. Um, and then um, he ended up... Um, I kept going to watch him. Then he ended up on American Bandstand. So we're sitting, I think it was me and my brother and all of us sitting in American Bandstand. We got Prince on American Bandstand, so we're excited. So next thing you know, he gets up there and he plays that song, and I love that song. It was one of my favorite albums, Soft and It's One of my favorites. I love dancing to it. So he played it, and afterwards, you know, Dick Clark did an interview with him. He didn't say anything, so everybody was like, we had it." like arrows in our heart, like, say something, Prince, say something, just made us feel like, man, you're in Minnesota, you get ready to get big, say something, say something. He never said nothing, then he burned out, so he played a whole (laughs) bunch of instruments. So me introduced to his brother, Dwayne introduced me to Prince. Prince didn't say too much to me. It wasn't like we were riding around and kicking him in the studios, listening to him make music. It wasn't like that. It was more or less like wherever he played from 1978, and I'm telling you the truth, probably all the way up until 88, 89. Anywhere he played, I tried to go and watch him uh, perform.
0: Wow, that's fantastic. And I love this I love this shot. Uh, this came out of the Star Tribune. I love this shot <laughs> of you. That's just a that's a fantastic shot right there. Thank you. But uh man, we gotta talk now. I know uh I know this interview seems like for the folks here who kind of wants this really, really in-depth, detailed interview. I know I know this interview seems like I'm doing broad strokes here, but Mark has a limited amount of time with us tonight. So I want to make sure that we talk about some of the big things here while I have them on board. And I definitely want to talk about this right here, the Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway. This highway renaming is a big deal. And you are the man, the one responsible for helping get a seven-mile stretch of Highway 5 that runs in front of paisley park and it's going to be renamed Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway I, I really have to know about you know how this all started where the idea came from and what was all involved in in making this happen because this is this is really really big
1: yes so the highway's already named uh, Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway the governor already signed that in and yep. so we we're waiting on the uh, signs to get made but uh, I'll tell you how it started and, and you know um, as I was telling you earlier how I used to watch Prince play and how he performed and how he gave all that he had to audience and I'm, I'm literally I was at Jasmine one time and there was about 10 people in this place and he played like he was playing in front of a hundred hundreds of people and just what he was putting out and giving to people inspired me after he passed away, what can I do to help his legacy? And I I mean, I went to sleep, I woke up, I went to sleep, I woke up. And, you know, I'll be honest with you, I'm not really supposed to speak on where I work really, but, you know, I was there one day and something had told me this highway out here kept calling me. So what I did, I was driving down the highway and I and I basically from uh, Mitchell all the way down to Audubon, it added up to almost seven miles. It was like, what the hell? So I'm like, seven is irrelevant to Prince. So I'm saying, oh my God. So I sit up and one day I met this gentleman called, his name was Bob Finn. And I seen him, I said, and he lives in Chanhassen. I said, Bob, how are you doing? My name is Mark Webster. And, you know, I'm really trying to get in to the city hall and talk to him about changing his highway to Prince Rogers Memorial highway. He says, Oh, I know a lot of people out here. Maybe I can help you. I said, Oh, that would be beautiful. Now be in mind. I've been thinking about this a couple of years and talking to really a lot of people about it. And a lot of people said, Oh, that's not going to work. They're not going to let you do that. Leave that alone. Don't touch it and all this stuff. But Bob Finn got me into the city council and I went to the city council and I told him And the city council says, well, we can't do nothing with the highway because it's a federal thing, but we can basically support you. So let us we'll vote on whether or not we want to support you. So they went 5 0. So they said they support us. So they uh, direct us to a guy named Bob um, Greg Bow, who's a representative at, in Chan Hansen and uh, Chaska. So we sit down with him and we told him our ideal. And Lucy, uh, not Lucy, but Julia Coleman, who was on the uh, city council who got elected to be the senator. Of Chan Hansen, so we got to talk to them and told them our ideal. We drafted up some papers and told them this is what we wanted to do. And they took off. And there we go. We started the highway project and we 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 worked and worked and worked hard. But the down part of it was the first time we tried, they shot us down dead on arrival. It's not happening. So because of the budget year of that year they couldn't find time to push the highway. So we got an email that says dead on arrival, try it next year. And I was like, really kind of hurt because I said, yes. this is Prince. Come on now, we got to make this happen. So next year came around this time. Julie Coleman is a Senator. Uh, Lucy Reen is the representative. She beat Greg bow out and them two put the, put the team, we put the team together and we start marching forward. So me, Bob Finn, then we had a person named Kelly in and we also had a person named Sam Cook join the team. So I asked him to help me, so we helped. So, all the emails testify in front of the MNDOT and all that kind of stuff got us rolling. So, um, we got into uh, the House of Representatives uh, for a vote, and uh, the vote came in unanimously 121, 121, or something like that, zero, and it passed the House. So we're in the house, so we got momentum. And I was really surprised because a lot of people uh, didn't think it was going to happen. And uh, once that happened, the next step was going to the Senate. And then we got to the Senate and the Senate voted 55 to five. And it was just one of those times, it was like a nightmare. I I just didn't believe that they voted this. uh, it, 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 It was not a surprise, but it was a blessing that they allowed this to go through. And it went through and it became Prince Rogers Memorial Highway.
0: You know, it's it's the seventh thing is just shocking me. This happened in the, you know, seventh years since he was gone. Yeah, okay, yeah. It's, you know, in 2023, two plus zero plus two plus three is seven. It's a seven yeah. mile stretch of highway, the bill number I don't know if you caught yeah. this but the yeah. Yeah. number for this is HF717. Yes. And it's just how that all just kind of just comes together is just amazing to me. It's just it's just staggering. You know,
1: there's you know I, I've, I, I there's many nights I go to sleep and think about like Why am I doing this? But, you know, I came to the conclusion. I know why I'm doing this, because there's some of the things Prince that has has allowed me to do to make me want to do this. And this might be sidetracking a little bit. But, you know, if it wasn't for Prince, I probably wouldn't have got to meet people like Stevie Nicks. Let me tell you a story
0: wait, oh, this, this
1: this this is what kind of made me want to do something for my brother Prince. And this is real. And, and it's and this it's this real. We were in New York one time and I'm sitting in a concert and Dwayne got me some tickets and stuff. And I got there early, so I was like backstage. and I wasn't back there with Prince or nothing else, but we were back there where the catering people were and we we're eating and all this stuff. And you know, they gave me these tickets, and I was getting ready to be time, And I go out in the audience, and I'm sitting in my I'm on the fourth row at Madison Square Garden. I said, wow, this is so I get all these people and I'm just partying you gotta take it, this is 86 or something like that, 85, 86 and I'm sitting there and there's this lady on the right of me, she's just a fanatic of Prince, she just says, I love Prince, I love Prince and I had these two other guys on the left of me and she's on the right so the lady says, you love Prince I said, yeah, he's my homie, he says, your homie, where are you from I said, I'm from Minneapolis and I said, where are you from, I said, well, who are you she said, I was She said, my name is Stevie Nicks, and this is Fleetwood Mac, and we love Prince. I said, what? I looked over, this Stevie Nicks? I said, oh, my God. So, and this is a true story. I'm not playing. Oh, my God. And the next thing, you know, I looked over to the right, and I kind of knew these guys, but I said, I I can't believe this is who this is. So the guy on my right, I mean, on stage right, my left, it was David Bowie and Mick Jagger. What? Oh, my God. So I'm sitting around these famous musicians who love Prince and I'm in the midst and you might not understand what I'm saying, but I can see why Prince was playing. He kept coming by the stage. Like Prince was very smart about who was in his roles. Oh, so yeah. I'm sitting there this jam I'm looking like I got Stevie Nicks, Mick Jagger, David Bowie. And, and, and like he knew where we were. I mean, he knew where we were. And it made it made me feel good that I was in the presence of those people. And them are the type of things that made me feel like, what can I do for this brother, after he passed, to make right what what would be right for me to do? And, And this highway was one of the things that I wanted to do because some of the things he's done for me, you know, that made me feel like I had to do something. And that's why you see me, I'm an innovator. I like creating things. That's why I think I did the highway because some of the things he did. I had a party one time at Sheik's. Prince came to my party, he flew in. He was doing a gig in Europe, and he came in, and he called. He said, man, can I come to your party? I said, of course you can. He came what right did you to the Prince door. To do right like, downtown. I- Listen, he came down there, <laughs> and he came in, and we had a great time. And, like, you leave him alone. You don't mess with Prince. You don't sit there and talk to Prince, because he's not going to talk to you, okay? You know, you say what's up, and you leave him alone. He'll stare at you, and that's basically it, but... These are the things that made me feel good about Prince. And I just felt when he passed away that I had to give something back. I didn't mean to go off track with the sign and stuff, but I had to say this story because this is what encouraged me to go forward with this highway project. Because I think he deserves this highway project. I think it's a great piece of his legacy I remember going out there when it was getting built. I remember was going out there when it's built. I remember many times I went out there to entertain. I've never, nobody's never turned me down. He's never said I couldn't come in, and that was just me, you know, giving something back. And this highway is not only for me; it's for everybody who loves Prince. So I don't know if I got off track there, but I had to say that
0: much. No, that's that's fantastic. I I mean, I love the fact that we got this the shot of of it being signed right there in front of yeah. Paisley Park. Yeah, uh, yeah, in front of, in front of that uh, that big symbol and there you are standing right next st- man. Well,
1: what's crazy about this photo man. is like we had no idea that the governor was going to come to Paisley Park. Because personally, you know, I had to ask Paisley Park if this is okay and I did reach out to uh McMillan and I said, Hey, the his security came by here and they want to do the signing at Paisley Park. Now, we know Prince was not a big political kind of guy. And we didn't look at this as a political stunt. We looked at it as a gift that we were giving to Prince. And they okayed it. The Legacy team okayed it. They came out and he, he came. We had a great time and he signed that bill. And that was just a beautiful moment. Um, Paisley Park's grounds, and I, I thank Paisley Park and I thank the legacy team for allowing me to do that.
0: Yeah, it's a, I see you're sharing in the mix, and I think the shot was wider. I think Lundell was off to the right. Uh, it's like, yeah. it's just, yeah, everybody was there. Yeah, uh, yeah, shout out to Governor Waltz for that for sure. There is so much love, and I wanted to kind of, I know you were in the middle of telling stories and whatnot, but there, I, I can't let this go by without showing you some of these. Um, some of these amazing shout outs from uh, there's one from Jasmine saying, Congratulations! Okay, uh, here's one from Shanna, also big, big gratitude for making the highway renaming happen. So grateful for your hard work and dedication. Obviously, you know, this is pretty much the most succinct way you can say it. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you, yeah. Susan's. Thank you for what you do. Uh, Mary's here. Thank you for your hard work, my friend. Um, and of course, Michelle is obviously the great idea. Um, jill says so glad you kept at it and now look where we are kudos to you yeah. and your perseverance and obviously lots of hearts and and lisa thank you mark for literally putting prince rogers nelson on the map in minnesota Yeah, Michelle, glad you didn't give up uh see uh, there's just so many of them here and and yes. o- ocean thank you mark you are a hero absolutely you are and here's uh uh Eddie over here, Mark. Thank you for doing this. The Prince Army should be entirely indebted to you for this history-making memorial of our guy. Yeah, absolutely for sure. There's Kim. Thank you, and Chiaria. I was uh, actually reflecting on everything that's that's been going on, and. Ah, uh, Jill says the sevens and even a person named Sam Cook. Wow.
1: Now here's the other thing too. Sam Cook with an E, though. Tell her to put an E on there. He'll get mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Actually, there was some there was some place. One of them did it without the E. Um, and I wasn't sure which one because Sam Cook, the actual singer, uh, spelled it with an E, right? Yeah. So, well,
1: Sam Cook, the guy who's helping me, he named himself after Sam Cook. Oh, <laughs> Believe it or not.
0: Did, yeah. did he legally change his name? Is that what it yes. is? Yes.
1: Yes, he did.
0: Uh, and uh, Audrey, again, uh, she, I don't know if she was tuned in, but I was giving a shout out to Purple Genealogy and the stuff. She said, please donate to the fund. Lots of ongoing costs associated with this. Please put action behind your words. Can you tell me a little bit about this, about the fund that she's referring to and where someone well, might go do that? The,
1: the, the GoFundMe was a fund to fund the signs and the maintenance that had to be done on the highway. Now, the state or the government funded this program and I think the only way to be honest with you this pro, this this highway would have gone through is because we choose choose ourselves to, to fund the highway. So we set up a GoFundMe and we we actually raised the money and and we we paid for the signs and you know the GoFundMe should be taken down now because we reached our goal um with that. And we appreciate everybody who contributed to the GoFundMe. Um, Great we are really gonna to try to take those people who did help with this uh, progress and try to uh, put some names on. A, I'm trying to design a plaque where we can put the, the, go- the not the governor, but the, the mayor of uh, Chan Hansen will allow us to put it down there by the memorial somewhere where it's a plaque where we can make a little thing for Prince and then congratulate all those people who did send us some money. Now, we are responsible for the, the way we want to make this highway look. So there might be another type of fund that we will need in order to make flowers, statues, painting of the streets, whatever it may be. But right now, the GoFundMe will be probably taken down. And we appreciate the people who did uh, participate in that.
0: Uh, right. To
1: get the signs up.
0: I have an idea. It's not like painting, but you know how the the dashes in the road, how they sometimes have reflectors on the backside of. Yeah. Them so when you're going down at night, you can see where those lines are. Yeah. What about making those reflectors purple.
1: Let's do it. Hey, listen, <laughs> I'm, uh, so no, seriously, Jennifer Witt, Jennifer, Witt the, Jennifer Witt. is with the Jennifer Witt is with and she's open to anything. She's been very, very helpful to us, and she's she really wants to see that that, that stretch. I mean, we might not be able to get it all done. It's going to take a little time, but if you have any ideas, man. You know, if you're on my Facebook page, message me and let me know, because like I say, I'll be honest with you. We need help. I need help. I need those ideals. I can't do all this. This is a big project and I would take anybody's suggestions on like helping with that. So yeah, that'd be a great one. Make sure you send it to me so we can put it down.
0: Oh man, absolutely. For sure. And uh, I just saw this little video too. And this is kind of crazy. It's a, it's a, it's a video that's out on Facebook. I think it's more Facebook Reels, but apparently in Switzerland, they have these strips that are on the side of the road. Uh, that if you're going the right speed, music plays the, the speed limit. The music plays. Yes. That would be something you could do too. like something big. You know, I, 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 I don't know what. Could it's do funny. If, because,
1: it's funny you said that because I was sitting down. I was in a meeting with my little team today, and I brung that up. Really? Yeah, there's something on YouTube that there's a guy <laughs> driving, and, and when you drive, you hear a little tune in yeah, the ridges of the There's got to be some
0: Alphabet Street or something. There's got yeah. to be something there. Oh, man. Yeah. See, great minds think alike, for sure. Well,
1: that's that's a good idea. I, let's, 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 like I say, if anybody who's listening have any ideas of what we can do, and plus, we're going to try to formulate a committee, if you're ever in town, or maybe we have a, a date that people can come in and just kind of work on the uh, highway. I mean, we could put flowers, we could put maybe statues we could put a, a, a number of things as long as you know we meet the safety guidelines we can do it
0: now here's the other thing that's really kind of cool is these signs being purple oh now the so there's got obviously there's got to be a story there but this is kind of a two-part question first i imagine there wasn't a whole bunch of pushback but i don't know if there's any type of guidelines you know as far as accessibility or whatever but also does the funding that you either raised by GoFundMe or, or whatever cover the creation of the, I mean, you got to create these signs, but how many signs are we talking about here? Cause you're not just talking about the ones that gonna go on the overpass, but there's like side roads and everything. So I mean.
1: here's, here's what Mendot has allowed us to do. So let's talk about the color of the i of the signs. Okay. So when we pitched the color of the signs, now I'm in the, I'm in the, when we first started in the city council at the end of the meeting i said i like the signs to be purple and they said that's not going to happen and julia coleman says well let's not race that out i'm going to help you mark and then she got elected as senator oh. so when we went to that first second second wave of um talking about the signs i had to go in front of the uh MnDOT and testify. Why would I want to sign purple? Well, everybody in there knew why we wanted purple, but you just had to, you know, legally and you know by things you had to why you wanted to do this. Yeah. So um, as we went through that process, they said, "Well, we'll come back with a decision and all this kind of stuff." And so I had to do some research because they were really MnDOT was really serious about not doing it. So what happened was in my research. There was a police officer that had an accident in northern Minnesota, and they made his sign blue. Uh, I see. So when I found that out, I came back to uh, Jennifer Witt, and I said, "Well, Jennifer, this guy had an accident. His is blue," and she looked into. it, She says, "Yeah, you're right." The next thing you know, this is OK, we're going to make it purple. So they came back with a unanimous vote saying we're going to make the sign purple. And that was a big thing over at the state capitol. I mean, people were just like, it's going to be purple. It's going to be purple. I mean, it was such a bipartisan. I mean, it was Republicans and Democrats it was just so happy because it was going to be purple. And I was so happy too. Then when I told everybody it's going to be purple. It was just amazing. So I'm so happy they made it purple. And we're going to start off with two signs going uh, west and two signs going east. But at the end of the day, we're going to try to make at least seven signs. And like those signs putting up cost about $7,000 And then you got maintenance fee with those signs. So they're not cheap. And then, um, you know, we just have to, and we're responsible. The people who are responsible state is not responsible Government's not responsible, so we don't pay for them. They'll take those sites down after 10 years. So every 10 years, there's a maintenance fee with them to keep them up and rolling.
0: Man, and that's the other thing, too. There's a a street here in uh, downtown Atlanta where I used to work. I used to work in the street called Peachtree Industrial. And they wanted to change the name of the street to peachtree avenue or something it was like just i don't know why but for whatever reason but it caused a bunch of it caused a bunch of problems for the business that i was working for which as at, was a uh, car dealership in downtown atlanta and they had like multiple locations because they had i mean they had notepads and they had you know business cards with their addresses and stuff printed on it and have you gotten any feedback or pushback from any businesses along this seven mile strip that are like, man, we got to change everything in order to kind of comply with what's happening here. I mean, it's, do you, do you force any type of problems coming up? With the signs? No, just with businesses having to kind of change their whole marketing because they've kind of whatever, if they have any addresses on that road. Well, um, the Prince Rogers,
1: was, the Prince Rogers Memorial highway, I, I, I don't know how that's going to happen. I just know that every business I go to out there is so happy that it's <laughs> happening. There you and, go. Uh, there was, there's been zero pushback. I mean, there are people delighted. I mean, and and we went to businesses and asked them what they thought about it. I didn't think there was not one person who said it wasn't cool. So for them changing addresses or whatever they have to do, I think they're all, they're all for it. So, um, uh, no, I haven't had any pushback. But I do want to say something. It's like we have to, uh, Augie Mueller's name was on that highway. Okay. So from Highway 101 all the way out to Arlington, Minnesota, it was Augie Mueller's highway. And who was We, Augie? Couldn't, we couldn't put Prince's name on that highway, not unless they gave us permission to take 2.5 miles of that highway and give it to Prince. Because you can't overlap someone else's name that's already memorialized on the highway. So I had to go out to their town, 50, 60 miles out of town to talk to their family and ask them would they give us that piece of highway. Now, if they would have said no, then it would have been a dead thing. There's nothing you could do about it. There's nothing to do about it. They said yes. So that's another thing that we had to go in front of the uh, House and Means Committee and all that stuff and get and, and show them that they gave us permission to have that piece of highway. So when they gave us that piece of highway, that gave us that seven-mile stretch from, uh, from Mitchell all the way down to the Audubon area. So if it wasn't for them giving us that stretch, we wouldn't have no Prince Rogers and more highway. And there's nothing that the legislation could do. There's nothing that nobody could do. But that family, I owe them. And um, to, while I'm on this topic, they also had signs for Augie Mueller, but they couldn't afford to keep him up, so they took him down. And this dude's almost 80-some years old, 80-some years old, and I promised him if we got this highway that we would help him get that sign in Arlington, Minnesota. It was about 54 miles out past Chan Hansen. So I owe great, great gratitude to that family for allowing us to have that piece of highway because if they didn't give it up, they, we wouldn't have had a Prince Roger more
0: now, for those of us, I'm not familiar with uh, what what is the significance? Augie Mueller was a,
1: a state representative for Arlington uh, Township in Minnesota. And he was a representative. He was a farmer. So when he passed away, they memorialized that piece of highway from Highway 101 all the way out to where he lived, which is 54 miles out. So that highway was named Augie Mueller Memorial Highway.
0: Okay. So, so they still have 51 and a half or fifty-two. Yeah,
1: they got plenty. As a okay. matter of fact, when I talked to the family, they wasn't interested in the highway in Chan Hansen. That's just what the state gave them. That's the state just gave it to them because at that time when he passed away, that was dirt road. They wasn't thinking anything. So and he was a legislature and he worked in the transportation uh, department too. You can Google him and get your history, but they had it named after him. So when we put the Prince Roger Nelson thing down, they told us if he don't, if that family says no, then it's dead to the world. And that family stood up and said yes, he would be honored and pleased to do it if he was live. And that was that was our past to really get this completed. So I owe them and I told them that if this highway is completed, Prince Roger Nelson, that I'm gonna help them get a sign out there in Arlington, Minnesota.
0: Yeah, I mean, and obviously if if that requires another you know, fundraising opportunity. I'm sure that everybody here and everybody in the in the Prince fam would definitely yes. come, come come up and, and make sure that happened. And, and like
1: I say, I mean, there were some older people and the, the man literally kind of cried. He says, you know, we didn't have the money to keep it up. So the state took the signs down and all I want is to sign up. And he says, I still give you that piece of the highway because we love Prince. We've heard a lot about him. You know, um, they were happy that I reached out to them and asked them for permission. And um, they just said, all we want. And we're not telling you, you owe us for giving this piece, But if we can make it happen, happen. I told them I will make that happen. If I have to work four jobs, I'm gonna make sure I get that highway, that sign on uh, there. Just
0: for me mentioning it, we got Jasmine here telling saying you sign me up. We got Jill Norman over here. Yeah. We will come through for him and his family. So the, yes. the, the, the Prince family will absolutely positively come come out of the woodworks to make yes, yes, yes make yes. good on whatever we have to make up. Yeah. So.
1: so that's 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 just the some of the complications we have, but we all ironed out, like I say, man. It was so happy to be able to be in the House and in the Senate when they said the votes that we're going to allow the purple sign. And we passed the bill to make that Prince Rogers Nelson more highway. You just don't know how I felt, man. I just I, you know, at least when I was in the press conference, I, I there's a big emotion came over me and I, I kind of weeped a little bit. And I was asked myself when I got home, what made me feel that way? But you know, this was something that that I had in my head, but I'm gonna share it with you. It would seem like Prince patted me on my back and just smiled, like, thanks. Like, you know, giving something back to him because he's given us so much. You know, Prince never asked for nothing from us. He did everything himself. And Now that he's gone, I think that this highway is a gift from all of us who love Prince. Even if you donated or you didn't donate it, if you don't think I did the right thing or did or did the right thing, this is from all of us. And I think all of us should be proud that this is happening for him. And the people all over the world know this, and people in the United States and the state, and obviously in the state of Minneapolis and Minnesota are very proud of this. So I'm so grateful, man. It's just, it's beyond words, man.
0: Man, I just um, you know. When when we first heard that you know this was happening, it was just it was shocking to me because I was surprised, you know, it, just because maybe because it's being in Atlanta so long, it's things just move like at a snail's pace. Yeah. But the fact that you were able to get this done and get this done. Even if you had started the day after he passed away, seven years would still be an amazing accomplishment to get a huge seven-mile stretch yeah. of a major highway renamed. And you did it. How long did the process take from the time you started? You said, I'm going to well, do Well, the thought,
1: the thought came in my head way before. But it took me about three and a half years. And the thing about it is you mentioned them numbers, man. And it's like if we would have went through that first time, it would have been like, you know, the number six but then we had to wait that was it was a reason why we wait because it was seven years after his passing so it made right. sense you know that we didn't get through the first time and the second time we came through and we start to realize that, man this is seven years after his passing this is perfect and it went by so smooth it was so beautiful and again like I say it's is. It's beyond, you know. Is you know, I sit back and you know, a lot of my family members don't really know what I've done. A lot of people around me don't know what I've done because I don't brag about this. I don't, you know. A lot of people say I see you on the news. I see you on the news, okay, but you know, it's just something I feel that uh, it, I think it has a lot to do with Dwayne remembering Dwayne and some of the conversations me and that had, me and him had when he'd be around his brother and he'd come and sit down with me and say, man, you know what we happened? What happened? I mean, so many conversations and so many beautiful things and some things, not so beautiful and some things with arguments, all kinds of stuff. This made me want to do something for Prince and a little bit for Dwayne too, because, you know, them dudes I miss a lot. And and, and I think this uh, highway for all from all of us is, is a blessing to be able to, um, uh, Give to uh, the Prince fans.
0: Well, man, I I can't thank you enough. I know you know you've already gone beyond what you know you said to be able to join us for tonight, and yeah. I can't I can't thank you enough for coming on and, and talking about this project. And I'm really really looking forward to it. I because I normally get up to uh, Minnesota during the celebration, occasionally outside of that, but I normally get up there during the celebration. I am so looking forward to going up there. And, and have Google Maps or whatever you use, Apple Maps or whatever, be able to say, turn right on Prince Rogers Nelson yeah. Memorial Highway. I was like, yeah. I was
1: like well, yeah. another thing we haven't really uh said publicly yet, but Audubon, where you take a left there, uh-huh, we're changing. that's already changed, but we just have to talk to the city when they're gonna put it up. It's gonna be Paisley Park Drive. So you're gonna be coming down Prince Rogers Nelson what? Memorial Highway. And when you take that left on Audubon, that's gonna be Paisley Park Drive.
0: Really? Yes. That's so. Yeah, we but- haven't
1: really told anybody that you know yet. You know that was going to be the little uh, add-on it, thing. Exclusive. But we're 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 in the process. the The city wants to put it in the ground, and we wanted to put it on the arm. If we put it on the arm, then the Mendot has to do it. If the city does it, then they're just going to put it in the ground. But we wanted on the arm, so. We're talking with Julia, I mean Jeff, Jennifer Witt about that. So that's the added gift too. So you go down Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway and you take a left on Paisley Park Drive.
0: And for, for those who have never been to Paisley Park, it, it you know, it actually um it actually sits a little further back from um well. It sits right on Highway. I mean, you. I was actually surprised because I think every single picture that I ever saw of Paisley Park, I always was under the impression it was like sat back and like kind of away. And the first time I ever got to Paisley Park and I'm driving down on this highway and I look over and it's right there. I was just surprised. It was always just right there. I was thinking this is a studio. It certainly has got to be traffic noise, everything you got to worry about when you're recording. I, I guess not. And but yeah you when you get there you turn left on that road and i always wondered that would be great to be called something like paisley park now is that is that going to carry for like the extent of that road because that road goes all the way back they
1: they, they're talking about making that all the way down all the way down all the way down and i know you asked me the question about how many signs you know like i said it's a total of four we want to get at least seven you know, we want to at least get a total of seven signs on dots there. Let's, let's just get these up right now. And we'll work on some more signs. So we want a total of seven signs because we know we love the number seven. So we're going to work on more signs. But like I said, it does cost money and it does cost. you got to pay maintenance and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, we want to complete this mission. This is just the start of the highway. We have a long way to go to make this a really nice Prince Memorial Highway. So, you know... Um, Gonna take some time, but we'll get there.
0: Yeah. So, so when you're saying that it, there's gonna be seven signs, there's seven of the the big signs, like the one that you were standing in front of, yeah. that are going to be placed on on the side of the road. Yes. What is it going to say on like some of the crossroads and stuff on the well, side? Well, the, the, the
1: thing about that is because it's a memorial highway and it's a Trump type, what they call Trump. You cannot actually now the city can do it, but the state won't do that. All their signs are going to be in the ground. Okay. But the, the, like, say, if you're going north or south and you want to know where Prince Rogers Nelson Highway, the city can do it, but the city's not going to put the signs up. MnDOT's going to do it. But MnDOT has sometimes will say they don't want to do it. So that's another fight. But uh, we're working on that, too. But, you know, yes, when you come in north or south, you really don't see Prince Roger's Memorial Highway. But if you're going east and west, you do. So that's something we got to fight with. You're talking about a lot of money because we're taking that task on ourselves.
0: Yeah, that's – yeah, obviously that's obvious. So if I'm coming from the park across the street, I'm coming from the park and I come up to that intersection, there's not going to be something over the road that says Prince Roger's National Highway or –
1: no, all the all the things you're going to see when it says Prince Rogers Nelson Memorial Highway are going to be in the ground. So, if you're so I will in, say
0: like Highway 5, it was just cuz it is. It's it's Highway 5. It's just got that naming to it.
1: Right. And because it's a, it's a memorial, now if it was Prince Rogers Nelson Highway, you could do that. But because it has a memorial on it, then that's just how they do it. Right. That's just
0: really? a, okay, Gotcha. Yeah, Understand
1: how they do it but we're fighting i mean we've changed it we got the purple sign so we could probably get something changed too i mean they recognize this is prince man we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna make it right man for him so uh whatever it takes to make it look right so when people come down the highway they they see this and they feel this so yeah man
0: i am so so looking forward to it and again i can't wait to get up there next year and and hopefully Hopefully, the GPS will act accordingly. It will. They
1: already use it sometimes. I already see people use it. Oh. <laughs> Google's already doing it, you know. So.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah well. If, if, you
1: know, before we go, I just want to let you know, too, uh, you know, we're doing a uh, unveiling of the sign on yes. August 7th. Uh, and we will um, be on the property of Paisley Park. They approved it. And we'll do a you know a little thing there like we did when the governor governor signed. And once we're done there, we're going to go down by the uh, memorial, and there's, the sign's going to be right there. And then they're going to um, rebuild a sign. And we're going to go over to Lake Ann Park, going to you know have a little little party there. And after that, Crave Downtown Crave is giving me the rooftop to have a party. So anybody's going to be there and they're listening, they're going to be more than welcome to come to the party. at crave, so we got to party it up, man. You know. Oh what I'm my saying? gosh!
0: So, where are are there like official details for this event on August seventh? Because the, this is one of the reasons why we did the show here is because a lot of people do make last minute arrangements, yeah. you know, to kind of come out, and this kind of gives them a little bit of time to to do a little bit of planning. If you want to go out for this unveiling on August seventh, or if you're driving distance away from this, August seventh. What time and, it, again, is there any place online that has all this information? So,
1: No, we don't have anything online because when you're dealing with men die, they when you're dealing with, like, the governor and stuff, they don't really tell you a lot of stuff because of security issues. But what I do know is it's going to start at 10 a.m. on the property of Paisley Park. OK, we'll have a little thank yous and a little governor will say something. Everybody will say something. Then we'll leave that property and we'll walk down to the memorial. Uh, and there'll be a sign right there this plant And we'll do the unveiling there. And then we'll go over to the park. Now, at six thirty, seven o'clock, we'll be downtown at the Crave restaurant rooftop.
0: All right. So this is like a full day event. Pretty well, there's going to be a lot of stuff in between. There'll be some spaces in between the unveiling and that, and that party. But so you can, you can make this a whole day in Minneapolis. Well, in Chanhassen.
1: Oh, ain't no question. It, yeah. It's, so It's so, going to be a beautiful day. Like I say, you know, I, there's a team working on some stuff like uh, uh, the purple genealogy. They're helping out and we got some other people are helping out and, you know, um, We'll tie up everything in the next couple of days and, and get something on either my Facebook page or get it out there. to Some of the groups will let them know what it's got to do if they come in. But it's going to be a beautiful thing. It's going to be a beautiful day. I mean, the, the most beautiful thing about it, we got the bridge. We call MnDOT. MnDOT got the bridge turning purple, and we're trying to illuminate the whole downtown to turn purple. Uh. So on that day, when you go downtown Minneapolis, it should be all purple
0: oh man well I assume that Star Tribune and all the places that are in Minneapolis are going to be covering this the news and everything else if people do go down there how would you what would you suggest because I assume that you know Paisley Park can be pretty um you know restrictive on on parking over there for just people just well
1: everybody everybody's coming out they have to we got we got permission MnDoc got permission for everybody to park over at Lake Ann Park. Okay. There's plenty of parking over there. We don't encourage anybody to park on the property at Paisley Park at all. So okay. if you're going to come and you're driving, we prefer, and MnDOT will have signs to post it up if you're coming to the event to park over at Lake Ann. So there's plenty of parking over there and people just have, this is probably hope it's a beautiful day they can just walk over.
0: Right. And for the, again, for those who've never been there before, and this may be your first time coming, Lake Ann Park is across the highway. Yeah. Uh, and essentially you can park over there and the golf cart path, or it's not really a golf cart yeah. path, but bike on, path. Yeah, the mm-hmm. bike path pretty much goes from there and it goes underneath the highway, winds through. And of course you got your, your graffiti bridge set up. You got uh, going through there and then it goes under the highway and then comes up right to Paisley Park. So yeah. definitely cool. go down there August 7th. Yeah, and we'll
1: probably have people there in positions to kind of guide people over there, you know, so we can do something. MinDOT really uh, banks on safety and people getting there. I don't know how many people are going to come, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be a lot of people. So, I mean, it's a historical moment in the state of Minnesota and the world to see a, a, a great musician have a highway right in front of his house named after
0: him. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you just
1: thing. I mean, that's a beautiful thing, man. You know, it is a beautiful thing,
0: real- and you just talked about it on Funkatopia Live, so I can pretty much guarantee that it's going to be.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's just it, you know, sometimes I try to wake myself up oh, to like, yeah. is this really happening? You know, is this real? And it is real, and I'm so grateful and thankful for all the people who've helped and contribute to make this happen. And I appreciate you having me on your podcast. First time I've ever been on one. I hope I did right. I hope I said killed it. Everything I, hope I said, everything okay, and everybody understood what I said, and don't mean yeah. no harm to nobody. But I just want, I just want uh, Prince to be um, recognized, and I think this is a good part of his legacy. But there's other things too that we need to work on in, in terms of his legacy too. But this is a major part. This highway will never go nowhere ever in life long as there's a road his name will be on that road
0: man i cannot thank you enough for all of your hard work i wish that i could have showcased every single positive comment and praise that you have that's scrolling up here on this chat area but I that would take up the, that literally would take up every second of the entire show and hopefully yeah. you can re-watch it and see some of this chat replay but Mark, thank you so, so much for coming Very on right. and sharing some of these details, man. It's been absolutely fantastic having you aboard, man.
1: I really appreciate you. And I really appreciate, the, uh, appreciate your fans, you know, with the beautiful comments. I really do. But you make sure you send me your size so I can get you this shirt, man. Okay? Yeah.
0: And, of course, I, I, I don't need a size on this. I can send you one of these. And-
1: <laughs> okay. Send me one of those. We we'll swap out each other. But No, for real. I really appreciate you having me on your show. And I really appreciate your fans. And, uh, Y'all get up to Minneapolis soon, Minnesota soon, so you can see some of these signs, man.
0: Man, I appreciate you and, uh, and uh, much love. And we'll, we'll talk soon. Thank you very much,
1: man. I appreciate you.
0: All right, Mike. We'll see you later. Thank you so, so much for joining us, man.
1: You're welcome. Thank you.